This is the Fantasy Football Podcast, where we take data and convert it into fantasy success. No bias, no hot takes, only victory. This is the Fantasy Alchemist Podcast, and now your host, Dustin Chandry. Welcome to episode 41 of the Fantasy Alchemist Podcast, your host Dustin Shandry. For today's episode, we will be looking at waiver wire targets for week 12. Now before we get started, I want to remind you, you can follow and interact with the show. We are on Twitter at FFAlchemistPod. Now verified, again, it is at FFAlchemistPod. You can also email the show at FantasyAlchemistPodcast at gmail.com. Now let's start with the running back position, and I think the number one waiver wire target of the week, and that's going to be Seahawks running back Zach Charbonnet, who's currently rostered in only 32% of ESPN leagues. Now, Charbonnet and then also Tajay Spears, these are two guys I have recommended for multiple weeks as guys that need to be stashed on your bench in the event that the incumbent starter got hurt. Now, for the Seahawks, that's exactly what happened in Week 11 as Zach Charbonnet played 85% of snaps when starter Kenneth Walker was injured early in the Week 11 game. Now, the Seahawks, they do play Thursday night against San Francisco, and I would expect Walker to sit in Week 12, allowing Charbonnet to get his first start of his career. Now, last week, Charbonnet, he ran 15 times. He only had 47 yards. He also caught all six of his targets for another 22 yards. His 21 opportunities was a season high. Now, yes, it is a tough Thursday night matchup against the Niners, but the high opportunity volume is enough for me to place Charbonnet in your starting lineup straight off of the waiver wire as either your running back two or your flex. Now, there are two running backs that are over 50% owned right now in ESPN links, but I would double check that they are not available. First, Houston Texans running back Devin Singletary is currently rostered in only 70% of ESPN leagues. In week 10, he had 23 fantasy points. Last week in week 11, he had another 19.8 fantasy points. He had 22 carries, 112 yards, one touchdown, two receptions, six receiving yards. And look, Singletary continues to see his snap participation increase every week as well as he was up to 85% on Sunday. Now, Singletary is locked in as at least an RB2 for fantasy until Damian Pierce returns. And even when Pierce does return, we should expect Singletary to remain the starter. The question will be what the workload share will look like. The other option above 50% I want you to double check is Packers running back A.J. Dillon, currently rostered in 60% of ESPN leagues. Now, Aaron Jones left with what we thought was a serious knee injury, potentially season ending. It doesn't look like that anymore, but I would highly expect him to miss at least week 12, if not multiple weeks. Now, in three starts this year, when Aaron Jones was out, A.J. Dillon has dominated opportunity. He's had over 90% of the running back carries. He's had almost 75% of the running back touches or running back opportunities. He's averaged over 15 opportunities a game in that three-game sample. Now, he didn't do much with those opportunities as he was heavily used as kind of the grinder running back with no targets. However, last week, with Aaron Jones leaving due to the knee injury, Dillon saw four targets. That was the second most he has seen all season. Now, I do expect A.J. Dillon to get ample opportunity uh, in Week 12, but I think he will need either a solid target volume or a touchdown in Week 12 to make him worth a start. Now, at the wide receiver position, I think there's one priority add, and that is going to be Colts rookie 
Josh Downs, currently at 44% ownership right now in ESPN League. Now, from weeks five through eight prior to his injury, Josh Downs was wide receiver 13 on a points-per-game basis. His teammate Michael Pittman was wide receiver 14 in that same span. Now, Downs is seeing over a 20% target share and over 20% of the team's air yards this year. Now, he barely played in weeks 9 and 10 due to, due to the lingering knee injury, but the Colts are coming off a week 11 bye week. Now, you should monitor his status throughout the week, but if Downs returns to full participation, then you are getting a starting caliber wide receiver for free off the waiver wire. Now, there's two other wide receiver options that I think that are going to be bantied about through the fantasy community this week. Uh, I will be cautious on both, but first let's start with Ravens veteran Odell Beckham Jr. OBJ currently owned in 44% of ESPN leagues. Now, Beckham has three straight games over 10 fantasy points. He has three of his last five games. He's seen at least seven targets, and he went over 100 receiving yards for the first time this year in week 11. Now, that's the positive. However, I think a lot of people are making the assumption that Beckham will see a bump with Andrews out for the rest of the season, but I don't see the evidence for that. And I think it's required to justify getting Beckham into your starting lineups. Since returning week five, Odell Beckham has only broken 50% snap participation three times with a high of 57%. And worse, he's only played 33% of snaps in back-to-back games, including week 11 when Andrews left very early with the ankle injury. In fact, Beckham was fourth in snaps among Ravens wide receivers on Thursday night. Now, if you like OBJ, I'm okay with you picking him up, but he needs to remain on your bench until we see how the Ravens allocate targets with Andrews out. The other wide receiver option is going to be Packers rookie Jaden Reed, currently owned in 19% of ESPN leagues. Reed now has back-to-back fantasy games with over 18 fantasy points. On Sunday, he had six targets, four receptions, 46 yards. He also had three carries for 46 yards and a rushing touchdown. Now, it's also noteworthy that Reed's snap participation has jumped from 39% in week 9 to 51% in week 10 to 69% in week 11. That is close to his season high snap rate. And the nine opportunities was his highest that he's had on the season too. However, just like Beckham, I would be very cautious about Reed going straight into your starting lineup. While the Packers and Jordan Love have looked a lot better here in the last two weeks, this is still a very fragmented opportunity share with six different players getting at least four targets on Sunday. Now lastly, for the tight end position, there's not a lot of options right now on the waiver wire for week 12. But first, I want to mention Eagles tight end Dallas Goddard because he was dropped in a few leagues following his arm injury a few weeks ago. His roster ship has dropped to 80% right now, so he's available in a fifth of ESPN leagues. Now, of course, the Eagles did not elect to place Dallas Goddard on IR, meaning he could be back in a week or two. Most likely, I would expect week 13 would be my guess at this point. Now, Goddard does have five games this year with us with at least seven targets, and with the exception of his one target, zero catch week one game, he has had a very safe and reliable floor every week. Goddard has averaged over 11 points per game from weeks two to nine, good for tight end eight on a points per game basis. So double check that Dallas Goddard was not dropped and available right now in your league. Now, the other other option I think that will kind of get bantied about is Ravens tight end Isaiah Likely, obviously, as a replacement for Mark Andrews, who suffered a season-ending ankle injury last week. Now, Isaiah Likely only had two good fantasy outings 
last year, both of which came when Mark Andrews was out. He left early in a Week 8 game last year, and then, of course, he didn't play in the last game of the season, Week 18. Isaiah likely went for 22 fantasy points in both of those contests. However, keep in mind, last year during those starts, the Ravens did not have Zay Flowers or Odell Beckham or Rashad Bateman or Gus Edwards or Keaton Mitchell. A lot of people have this rosy retrospective on Likely that that just is not there. As a point of reference, I think Likely should be ranked somewhere in the 16 to 18 range of your tight end position group for Week 12. You are not picking up a guy you can automatically start into your starting lineup. So that'll wrap up episode 41. Make sure to like and subscribe. We'll be back with additional episodes this week. We'll do a full recap with key observations and trends from around the league in week 11, and then some recommendations on players you should not be afraid to start ahead of week 12. So for Dustin Chandry signing off here at the Fantasy Alchemist Podcast. Thank you for listening to the Fantasy Alchemist Podcast. You can follow the pod on Twitter at FFAlchemistPod or email us at FantasyAlchemistPodcast at gmail.com.